what is off the groove? It means you've blown the line or you're pushing the limits a little bit too far or just maybe you might be looking for a faster way around the racetrack. Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. February 21st, 2020, episode 120. It's a lot of 20s there. Dude, the other day it was a 0202020 is forwards and backwards. That was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. 22 days till Daytona. Dude, I love the 22. You know, some fast guys had the 22 number. James Monaco had it in 2018, 2019. Before that, Lucas Sherb, a friend of mine down in Texas, had it. Nick Cummings from TCR Total Control Racing up there in Michigan had it for a little while. Tommy Hayden had National Number 22 for a couple years. Dan Butler, who I raced against a little bit. And before that was Keith Day. I mean, there's some other ones way back in the day, but those are some famous 22s right there. You know your numbers. Dude, I love it. I love numbers. You know that. A little over three weeks, and we're going to be... Uh watching some flat track racing in in daytona how about that dude i can't wait i'm uh i'm excited this weekend i've got some ice racing next weekend some more ice racing and then i head on down to savannah and uh i'm doing two days of savannah four days at volusia just before i get to the daytona tt so it's it's getting ready to get crazy for me well let's talk about some news uh some big news from the uh vance and hines front contingency for aft singles huh yeah, that's big. You know, I didn't expect that because they're more of a twins exhaust system. Yeah. But they also had a 450 last year that Rispoli rode, I believe, in the singles class at, at a couple of races. And to put some contingency in the singles class, I like it. I think that way these singles riders can, you know, hopefully start making more money. And uh, I love it, man. I, I'm glad they're involved. And uh, I think it's cool that they're in the singles class. That's good stuff. Hopefully we'll talk to somebody uh, from Vance and Hines here in the coming weeks. It'd be a great topic to, to hit on, you know, just they've done a lot for the sport in general, but to see them extending it out to the singles class is pretty badass. What else is going on? Well, VP Racing Fuel and Performance Coolant is on board for, for 2020. That's the official fuel, so they have to be running VP Racing Fuel, so that's a little bit different. And they have a Performance Coolant, that's the official coolant of AFT, is, is a VP. So it's kind of cool, kind of, you know, different, you know, change is good. Maybe they brought some more money to the table. We'll have to wait and see. All right, the next couple things are just a couple things that I saw that I just got to ask you. Did you see <laughs> Did you see Sammy Halbert's Indian? I, I did. Um, it looks really good. I, I like I like that AFT has changed the rules a little bit on the number plates. Yes. And that front number plate looks really good. It's brilliant. Um, yeah, man. It, not only that, the 69 on the side looks pretty sick, too. Um, the whole deal looks, looks badass. I look forward to seeing him throw a leg and, over that thing and, and cause a lot of headaches this year. You know, I've been waiting to see him on Indian. I think it's 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 good. I I think he's going to go fast. Uh, I think he'll be running up front. I mean, week in and week out, he'll give the factory guys a run for their money. I promise you that. It's going to be entertaining for sure to watch. Um, another thing, did you see the track layout for Daytona? I did see that. It's pretty exciting. It it looks like it's a lot more pavement. It looks bigger than it was last year. Uh, maybe more shifting. Maybe. You know, a lot harder on the brakes, especially going into turn one. You got to be using that front brake a lot, a lot more pavement, though. So we'll have to see how versatile these riders are. I want to look at it right now. Is it 50-50 pavement dirt? What's the ratio? Do we know? Man, I don't know. I can't count. You know that. You I have to I'm count. I'm from Oklahoma. You don't I have, have my count. shoes on. Hold on. Fisher had it, right? Fisher. Yeah, Fisher posted. AMT it posted looks it too. to be... I don't know about 50-50. It looks like a lot of pavement oh, wow, to me. That no, it's 60-40. long. Yeah, no, it's definitely not 50-50. 60-40 maybe. Anyways, yes. 
Um, we'll have to probably talk to uh, to some folks and get their opinion on that new layout as we as we chat with riders, which leads me to what I want to do for this episode. Um, I think in the episodes leading up to the Daytona TT, maybe we talk to a series of riders. So maybe one from each class, some singles, production twins, and super twins, and kind of just get their thoughts leading into 2020. All right. I like that idea. All right. So this week, I think uh, for the singles class... I was thinking Chad Coase because he just dropped some news this earlier this week, which we didn't announce here for that reason because we'll talk about it when we talk with him. Big um, news. Big news from him and his 2020 yep. deal uh, involving Wally Brown Racing and all that. But like I said, we'll get into that when we talk with uh, the Cali Kid. Uh, for the for the production twins, I'm thinking James or Spoli. What do you think? I like that. You know, We have to keep in mind that there's no production twins running on the TTs, but we still need to know what's going on with him because he's got a new ride as well. He does. He does. And he's always fun to talk to. So we'll catch up with him. And then uh, a singles or a super twins rider who we haven't heard from in a while since I think he was broke down on the side of the road the end of last year, Davis Fisher. Dude, I like your lineup. Let's do it. Um, and we can do that like, you know, every, the weeks that we want leading up to the Daytona, get people hyped for the, for the new season and kind of hear what these riders are thinking a few weeks out from the start of the 2020 AFT season. So let's start with the singles class first. You want to call Coase? I think last I heard, he's like, I think on the road coming from the West Coast to the East Coast to train for Daytona. I think last I saw he was in Texas, but we should be able to reach him by phone. You want to give him a shout? Yeah, give him a call. Yo. Cali kid, what's up? Oh, you know, just driving, man. Make my is way to Daytona. Is that all we ever do as flat trackers? Just drive? It's literally like I've joked around, but I think it's pretty serious now. Like I am 100% like a professional truck driver and then like a semi-professional motorcycle racer. <laughs> so, wow. Wow. <laughs> take yeah. That, take that for what it is, you know? You, you, you know what I wish? I wish I would have kept track of how many miles we went. Cause I mean, I don't know how many vans we went through, but I wish I would have kept, you know, kept track of the miles from each van just to see. I know I'm over a million miles, but I just wish I knew that total number. Oh, for sure. I, you know, it's funny because my van that broke down last year, it like the odometer stopped working and it was up to like almost 600,000. And I know there's like some left out miles on there. So we've uh, put a lot in for sure. Uh, a lot so of miles, you, a lot of vans later. Yeah. Did you retire the white ghost? Or, I mean, where, where is she at now? She's in, well, it's actually he, and the name is Olaf. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. He's, he's yeah, yeah, because, you know, it's big and white, like Olaf. And he loves summertime. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, no, for real, like, you know, when we travel during the summer. Yeah. But he, he's living a retired life in Pennsylvania right now, just uh, hoping we don't need it for parts. And, yeah, yeah it's uh, it's done its job. So now we got a new one ready to take its spot. Well, Honestly, what? if this one could be as, as loyal to me as the last one was, like, because for, for as much as I neglected that last one, like it, it did me good. So if this one can do the same, I'll be I'll be calm. What color is the new one? Is it white also? It's white. Olaf too. Uh, it hasn't had a name yet. The name you don't really like force a name on something. You have to let it come. You know. Yeah, of course. So you're saying you got so, some you know, limo tan? Hollywood, like that. That just came to you. Well, Barry Boone gave me that one after the first time I was on ESPN. And it just kind of stuck. So yeah. I love that. You know, I love it. So For go sure. back to your van. You got limo tent. What What were you saying? 
I don't know. I was just rambling, was half listening to you, trying to talk over you. So, <laughs> yeah, new new van, limo tent, we're ready. All right. So, how many how how many hours you been in the saddle today? Today, I don't even probably fourteen so far. So no, you don't have any. Well, no, it's like twelve. Twelve because we're going like probably seventeen or eighteen. Wow. Although, yeah, I don't, I don't know, too many. I, I lose track. So okay. we've been All in right. Texas, and Texas, and Texas, and then Texas, and then Louisiana. Okay. And final destination tonight? You gonna make it to Mississippi? Oh yeah, I know. We're about to be in Mississippi, and then uh, honest, I might like Daytona's arrival is like. 4:30 a.m. So I might stick it out. Oh. I'm uh, I'm scheduled to golf with uh, Cameron Gray and Rispoli and Wells tomorrow, but I don't I don't know if I'm gonna make that. I might have to make the phone call and tell them I might not be there. But we'll see. I, I think that'd be a good idea. A couple of those guys been sick. Yeah, I'm trying to stay pretty far away. So we'll see. Let's talk about your off season. What have you been doing? I've seen you've been riding a, a dirt bike an awful lot. Yeah, we've been doing some, you know, some stuff with the flat track bike and then some stuff with the moto bike. Not 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 a ton. Like, I mean, that's part of the reason why I'm coming to Florida early is to uh, get some more riding in. Uh, I've been doing a lot of stuff off the bike training, but yeah, on the bike, been doing some, but definitely will uh, get a lot more done here in Florida. So. But yeah, it's been good. It's been really good, actually. I'm uh, I feel great. I'm just super pumped to uh, see how it all translates to racing. So, what kind of stuff do you focus on off the bike? Honestly, different stuff. I mean, and cardio-wise, like bicycling, running, different like circuit stuff. Uh, I've been doing a lot of stuff with Bobby Fong this off season, which has definitely helped me out. A little bit, little bit of weight stuff, but yeah, just a. Uh, lot of variety and i feel uh, feel pretty good so that's cool so a big announcement came out not too long ago uh you're riding for wally brown racing so for us that don't know the history and the story about wally brown basically i heard you kind of got hooked up with him at the end of last year what's his what's his love for flat track and, and how did you two get hooked up together yeah he well he still he currently still works for uh joe gibbs uh he does a lot of you know he's on the nascar side so it does a lot of stuff there um, and on, he's just a great guy. He's had a um, passion for flat track for a long time, which dates back to like father, grandfather. And, uh, and yeah, so he basically has had the bug like all of us. And, uh, last season, um, you know, he was kicking around the idea of, you know, building a bike and, and stuff like that. And the, the connection that I had with Suzuki kind of one thing led to another at the time he was, he was uh, building a Suzuki, and after Rapid City talks were developing, so yeah, one thing led to another, and uh, I got to go down to Charlotte and check out the facility and stuff like that, and then uh, yeah, we did some testing prior to Meadowlands, and then uh, ran Meadowlands on his stuff, and uh, definitely an experimental thing there, and you know, he, he wanted to do a team this year, so uh, between myself and Tom and, and Wally and then, you know, his team with Roger and Justin, it was, uh, we kind of sat down and looked at everything, kind of seen what we had, what we can improve on. And yeah, the whole off season, man, they've like, I couldn't be happier. Like they've been improving and coming up with new ideas and like 
just taking this bike and completely making it into something that I'm super confident that will be a really, uh, really good race bike. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the background of it. It's all, it's all a new deal. So I'm, I'm pumped to have Tom with me and I think it'll help because he's obviously, uh, you know, has a flat track mind, but they, um, those guys are really smart, really, really smart. So with Tom combined with Wally and all the guys, (laughs) I'm super excited. So now that takes a lot of pressure off of you too. So now you can pretty much just show up and ride and let those guys focus on everything else, right? Yeah, man. It's like already, like, and we're not even in the heart of the season yet. Like already it's, it's just encouraging. Like, you know, they work so hard and like every day they're doing something to make the bikes better. And really we haven't even went out there yet. So to see like their work ethic, one, like makes me want to work, you know, 10 times harder and two, like, yeah, it's just so much pressure off of me. I don't have to think about, you know, this or that. It's like, all right, I have I have a lot of faith in them um, that they'll give me something capable of winning. So that's that's really all I can ask for, honestly. And and a big part too is like Tom. If, if I mean anybody that knows Tom Inglehart, it's like he's very very meticulous and very by the book and like just a good very good like well thought out planner and like even he is very happy with how everything's going and he's even like mentioned to me like so far it's kind of exceeded expectations so like with him saying that it's just it's a it's a huge confidence booster for me that like we're going to be we're going to be you know in the right spot we'll be good right on so does i mean tom lives in ohio it sounds like wally brown racing's out of charlotte so how is that going to work? Is Tom just going to be there at the racetrack with you to help out, or is he going to be going back and forth, or have you guys worked that out yet? Um, yeah, so we have, like, you know, team conference calls, and, every, you know, we touch base pretty much every day between texting and calling. And, you know, Tom basically, you know, implements some ideas along with a lot of ideas they have. And, yeah, we just kind of, as a group, kind of uh, – tackle it one one step at a time and that's sort of how it is right now obviously you know we're gonna be able to spend some time down there whether it's testing or whatever the case is you know they are sending stuff back and forth to each other um for testing and for whatever the case is but yeah so tom has like one of the bikes with him and then they have you know the other bikes down there so that's kind of how that goes um yeah so it's it's so far it's a very well working relationship so i'm excited cool let's talk about the 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 2020 aft singles class because there's been a lot of changes in the off season some some big announcements just like yours you know wiles coming down there uh mikey rush going to estenson uh ryan wells on a ktm dallas daniels in his first full season i mean this class is stacked man what what are your thoughts you know about all these changes there's a lot of things to be excited about i mean I, I love competition, so um, anytime, you know, you have guys like uh, Henry Wiles that's you know, you're competed against and all the people you mentioned, it's good. It's good for the sport. It's good for the riders. You know, they got to step their games up. It's good for all the teams, the OEMs, all the sponsors. You know, anytime people are competing against each other, it's, uh, it just kind of brings out the best in everyone. So. I'm excited for that. But outside of that, like, we're really focused on ourselves because, you know, for once, for me, I feel like 
if we put our right foot forward, like we'll be we'll be tough. So yeah, if we're focused on ourselves, I think it's it's going to be a good thing. But I think for the fans, it's going to be great. Like there's going to be some really really good racing, really competitive racing. It's definitely going to be exciting, man. Yeah, I agree. You tasted you tasted the the podium, the top spot on the podium a couple times last year. You know, once in the singles, twice in the production twins. Does that give you confidence for 2020? Yeah, I mean it does. Uh and yeah, I mean anytime you can kind of get up there and you know, it's like you know any any rider who can win a race, it's not like when they win, I I don't think they're surprised about it. Like I wasn't surprised about it. You know, I, I it felt good. Like it feels good finishing the job. And I think you learn, you know, you learn from that and then you know what you have to do for the next race. So yeah, I mean, I always have that confidence. Obviously you build more confidence the more you do it, but I just think we're in a much better position this season to do that even more. And, uh, and to be completely honest, like just me and Tom talk about it all the time, but it's, you know, for what we did, you know, winning races and podium last year, finishing top five in both championships, like, we we really feel like we didn't have a very good season. So if we can take what we know and, and learn and then implement what we have now, we're excited. You know, the expectations are are high and, and but again like we just have to do what we can and everything else will fall into place. Like you said, top five in both you know, both classes, you know, fifth and fifth in both classes. Are you gonna run any production twins classes, you know, races this year at all or just focusing on the AFT singles class? Obviously, I have a great thing going with, with Wally Brown Racing. And just the nature of the sport right now, like, I, I, I definitely personally want to stay on a twin, which I'm very fortunate that Wally, you know, sees that and, and is okay with me doing that and okay with me, you know, putting a twins deal together. So, so yeah, I'm currently working on putting a twins deal together. I was talking to a team at the end of last year and, uh, that kind of well end of last year beginning of this season and that fell through they went with another guy so i uh yeah i mean i felt like we came up short in that class as well even though we won a couple races but you know personally want to do it and i've taken you know taken the head on to get my fitness to where i could do it both classes this off season and yeah i mean i would say we'll definitely be out there i mean nothing's official we haven't uh haven't announced anything and we still got some work to do before making anything official but uh, that's my goal is to be out there in two classes so are our singles riders allowed to ride the super twins class like could you do that as a wild card or would you just ride production twins and singles i don't know i don't i don't think you can i don't think yeah i don't think a singles rider can you know i think what you can do is like say you're a singles rider and then you decide to move up to super twins Uh, You can do that, but then you can't move back down, which I think the biggest surprise regarding that, it wasn't a super big surprise to me that, like, Henry's riding a single. It was just a surprise that, like, I mean, obviously, like, everyone's like, oh, well, you know, now he can't race Peoria on a twin, which is kind of crazy. seems how, you know, he's got that, well, I guess the streak's broken, but still, Peoria, he won't be in the quote-unquote premier class. So that's kind of surprising, but... Outside of that, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, you can just ride the two classes, singles and production, and then uh, okay. the Super Twins class is separate, I guess. So we, we had Wiles on after he made his announcement, and, and, you know, people were talking about it, you know, could he ride 
the Super Twins class at Peoria only. But what I thought would be kind of cool is if he wins the singles class and whoever wins the Super Twins class, line them up together, one on a single and one on a twin, and have like a little grudge match. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it would be. I mean, I don't think single twin, blue, yellow, orange, green, like, I don't, I don't really think it matters what Henry rides there. Like, I still think he'd be the guy to beat. So, take, obviously taking nothing away from Briar, but that track's just different for Henry for whatever reason. He's got it dialed, and it would be cool. I think it'd be cool for the fans. I don't know if, you know, the whole single twin thing would matter. I don't know. I would almost think Henry would probably be faster there on a single, even against himself. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Lap times will be kind yeah. of interesting to compare. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to watch that, too. Um, the layout of Daytona TT just came out. A lot of pavement on there. Um, you used to race Supermoto. Do you think that's going to help you when you go race down there? I don't know if it'll help. I mean, yeah, I mean, just being versatile. You know, it's been it's been been a little while since i've actually you know raced or even practiced supermoto so i don't know i guess we'll see but i i'm not super opposed to it for the only only for like personal reasons because like i felt like part of the places i struggled last year at the tt was actually like getting off of the corners being dirt for whatever reason i was spun up big time so the fact that we'll go around the whole first turn on asphalt and get off of turn two on asphalt like I won't be searching for traction, so I think we'll be. I think we'll be good. Right on. Are there are there any other races that you're really looking forward to in 2020? It's cliche to say, but all of them really like. I mean, trot like, I like all the tracks. Like I really don't dislike any tracks. I had a struggle at a couple, but we're gonna we're gonna take care of those ones this year. Um, cool. But other than that, like no, I I mean. I got, yeah, I got my favorites. You know, I got Lima. I got OKC. I'm excited to go back there. And, uh, you know, Rapid City, obviously. And I don't know. There's a bunch of them. Anytime we can race in California in front of the home crowd, that's cool. So I'd say all those ones. Cool, man. Well, I'm super pumped for you. And congratulations on getting that ride with Wally Brown Racing. I can't wait to see you here in a couple weeks. And uh, wish you good luck on 2020. Before we let you go, do you want to say thanks to anybody? Yeah, uh, I just want to thank, uh, obviously, Wally Brown Racing um, and Tom for, you know, sticking by my side. It hasn't been the uh, prettiest uh, road to get in here, but obviously all the sponsors that have stuck by me and my family, everybody that's uh, always constantly putting up with me and all the time I'm away from home, it's tough, I know, and everybody that takes me in when I'm traveling, I appreciate it and and you guys for uh, for doing this, you know, giving us a little bit of a platform to speak on. And, yeah, it's fun. And uh, I can't wait for 2020. I, I'm just, like, seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm super pumped. Right on. We'll keep that white van going straight down the road. And uh, we'll see you here real soon, man. Thanks for your time. Sounds good, guys. I'll talk to you later. Thanks a lot, Chris. Yes, sir. All right. All right. See you guys. Bye. Later. Chad Coast, ladies and gentlemen. Chad Coast. Thanks. The California kid, number 49 in your program, number one in your heart. You know, all I care about is that the beard is back. The beard is back. I love Chad, but I'm I'm excited to hear the beard is back. It is cool that Tom Englehart has stuck by his rider, and it's also cool that Wally Brown Racing has brought him on on board with Chad. So uh, I think it's all going to be a very good team. 
uh, probably one of the few Suzuki's out there and that could be good and it could be bad but uh, you know with help from from Wally Brown Chad Chad should be up there you know he finished fifth in the points last year he should be even higher this year heard a lot of good things about Wally Brown and Wally Brown racing and what he's doing um I you know I love me some Tom Englehart and some Chad Coase so look forward to seeing what they do with these Suzuki's this year uh in the singles class it's going to be a hell of a class to compete in um but I think uh, it'll be fun to watch for sure absolutely who's next on the docket well let's just go up in the classes so we'll go to production twins and talk to Mr. James Spoli Spoli's down there by you, right? Yeah, he's down in Florida with everybody else getting ready for the 2020 season. Uh, I also heard something about 43 that you might have to ask him about at some point in this interview. He's not 43 years old already, is he? No, you know what I'm talking about, and you better ask him oh. about it. I'm going to call him. Here okay. we go. All right, dial it up. You. What's going on, man? Dude, just grinding, man. I got a full time ride, so I'm just grinding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what have you been doing this off season? I haven't, I haven't talked to you since I think we got off the boat in in New Jersey. What have you been doing? Literally, since the the announcement with uh, latest motors racing and George getting back on a full time ride, it's I've kind of gone off socials and everything, and just gone back to when I was winning my championships, just training like a like a madman and. Uh, making sure I'm prepared and, and all that jazz for this year because I've, I've been given a bit of a gift, you know, getting a full-time ride again and getting a really good ride on some good bikes. And, I, you know, I want to really make it, you know, really use that opportunity and do well. So I've kind of just been off the socials for a while. Right on. So before you went off the socials, it looked like you are traveling quite a bit. Where all did you go? It looked like you went overseas. Yeah, so my girlfriend lives in the Netherlands, so I was there. Um, and then I went from, I flew from Netherlands to the UK where, uh, my buddy Casey 74, the guy who sponsored me last year, uh, does all the stuff with the movies at the, his e-tracker. So then we flew from there and we went to Mexico to do a, uh, a film, uh, in Mexico for a month. And then I flew back there and then went to check to meet with my leather sponsor, and then back to um, the Netherlands and then Florida. So, yeah, I did a lot of traveling, and um, I went and kind of was scoping out some things over in road racing again uh, in BSB and whatnot. So I was kind yeah. of playing my options and trying to see what the best thing was going to be. Uh, it's kind of funny that I was in, in Prague when I first got the, the, the call from George, and it was like, kind of hard to set up because we're he's in he's in oregon and i'm over there like the time difference is so far away so i was like talking to him like seven in the morning (laughs) wow yeah this is just funny um but yeah just doing a lot of traveling just weighing up my options until you know we got confirmed to to do this again and uh, you know i'm extremely excited to do an actual full full season this year start from scratch and uh not have to handle everything with the motorcycle so. Right on. So, is it a completely different ride? I mean, I know last year, uh, you know, last half or whatever, you with Black Hills Harley Davidson, and it was on an XG750. Is it a completely different setup? I mean, all new bikes and everything, and working with George, or are you taking those bikes with you, or how does that work out? Yeah, so it's all new bikes. So they've gone through the Vantanines production program like anybody else can. Um, and, uh, you know, work last year working with Black Hills and Reimer, 
and you know I got to know the team over there and we were kind of attached to them this year we'll be a lot more self-sufficient um George latest and his program have always been really self-sufficient but we've got uh seem to have some uh you know decent technical backgrounds with them through the road racing ties and whatnot so um yeah we we took purchase of the 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 first one and uh yeah everything went pretty well in the shakedown and all that jazz so I'm pretty excited um a couple little tweaks from last year's bike to the new bike that they made just cleaning everything up from you know some of the things we've learned but I think the greatest thing is, is you know I had such a good end of last year um to be able to take that ride pretty much the same motorcycle again in this year start from from scratch not show up as a you know a fat guy kind of deal i think that'll play play pretty good but it seems like the bikes and everything are actually really really look really nice and they've done a really nice job right on so it seems like you've been in florida for a little while training down there and i saw i think a social media post you got to you got to ride nxg was that the one you're gonna be riding this year yes that's one of them so we we took place uh the first one that got out the door so that was the first one that benson hines made and i did a shakedown at ocala not the most ideal tracks but it was good shakedown went well bike ran well um you know so uh yeah so that'll be one of the two that we have for this year um so and you know they look really fresh <laughs> they look really fresh Just hopefully we can tape them for lima <laughs> right on uh, there's also a picture with with Joe Cop. I think I saw him. Is he part of the team now? Yeah. So Joe's team manager. So he's been with George for a long time. Um, uh, as you know from mm-hmm. back in the day, he's had, he's had latest as a sponsor, um, and so he's kind of come on as a team manager. And uh, he's been he's got the bike here. He's in Florida with Cody. They're doing some training. So. We, we've been linking up and getting on the Harley and, and things like that and trying to get the bike to a place where we like it, um, learning, you know, different, the different things that we have and, and, you know, getting our crew up to speed. So he's kind of spearheading that and, you know, his knowledge from racing and whatnot and all the past years has been great. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to work with him this year and he'll be at every race. So right. that'll be good for us. Dude, that's awesome. I, I love Joe Cop. You know, he was number 43 before I was 43 when he won the championship. I got to be the 43. Um, I kind of heard rumors. Are you going to carry the 43 in the production twins class? Dude, I'm carrying a torch, man. It seems like ah, latest ah, ah. and 43 have uh, had a had a, had a um, long, long, long ordeal. Cody's 43, so yep. I figured I had to come back and bring it into the team. So, yep, I'll be 43 next year in production. Um, and that'll be something I'm looking forward to getting back to that number and kind of getting everything aligned again to when I won my championships in road racing and whatnot. So, you know, very excited about that. Yeah, that's cool. I, I had trouble finding you out there as a 71. I just, I couldn't put that with you. I know 71B back in the day, I remember getting that back number plate for you, but that was way back when you had long hair and you're riding for cool skunk and all that fun stuff. But the 43, man. You, man, back in the oh, day, that was, that was, that was a OG long time ago. Man, that's old school right there. That's back when you were little. So yeah. I got to have a 43 plate at, at some point this year. I got I got your 43 from the X game. So I got to have a 43 oh, yeah. from when you win somewhere along the line this year in 2020. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's the game okay. plan. And are you going to have some 43 merchandise that, that maybe somebody named Scotty Dubler might be able to buy somewhere? 
oh yeah, dude, the whole thing's coming back. We're gonna, you know, flash out some new stuff, and we kind we didn't slack. We we're gonna predominantly roll the hats this year, um, custom okay. hats, you know, from most of the races, and try to really just promote that stuff and just make everything look clean like we did. But yeah, hundred percent, we got you. Don't worry about that. Okay. All right. Sounds good. I also heard you're kind of doing some double duty in Daytona, not the 200 and the TT, but you might be riding at the TT for us. I think I'm going to dabble in the old singles class for, for Daytona. We, we thought about doing, we thought about, you know, possibly doing a, uh, you know, a wildcard twins, but you know, with, with getting new bikes and all that stuff, we just want to make sure we're ready for Atlanta, you know, mm-hmm. the, the team and whatnot. we kind of want to go for a championship over there and there's no reason to like ride a bike off or any of that or blow something up two weeks before our first round. So, but because I live so close, you know, I'm 20 minutes from Daytona. I've kind of established myself here. I thought it'd be, you know, it'd kind of be rude not to show up and at least put out some sort of effort. And especially with like, the new layout that's pretty much all road. So I think that's something I'm going to have to just dabble a little bit in, maybe drag a little knee or something. All right. So you're talking about the new layout. Uh, I saw it just earlier this week, a lot of pavement and that's going to suit your style really well. Don't you think? Yeah. Myself, Jake Lewis, you know, the big dogs with, uh, you know, a lot of road experience, supermoto guys, those are going to be the real guys that are going to excel. Um, especially even after the jump, you get a long straightaway going down into a, uh, you know, tight left-hander that's all dirt. So those guys that good, good front brake feel are, I think are going to really excel. Um, I like the layout. I like how we're doing that pavement, you know, down into turn one. I think that'll be really unique and I think it'll create a lot of passing opportunities. So hopefully we've got some ponies and we've got some big breaks because <laughs> I think yeah. that's going to be the two keys to win that race. Yeah, I think, definitely think a good front brake and a guy that knows how to use a front brake will definitely uh, be up front in that race for sure. Are there any other races that you're really looking forward to in 2020? To be honest, I'm really looking forward to uh, Texas. Um, I'm looking forward to Black Hills because we were phenomenal there. And I'm actually looking forward to Charlotte. Really looking forward to that because that looks like a cool venue and whatnot. Of course, all my cushion tracks that I'm, you know, I feel like I'm pretty good at. And there's not really one bad track. I just I kind of wish that the production did some TTs because uh, I think I would do really well on those, but it's all right. I think uh, this year is really a building block to get into Super Twins for the 2021, and that's the big focus is get through this year and move up into the big class. So that's something that I've uh, really set my that's one that's my biggest goal, you know. So everything's going to be working towards winning this championship and moving up. Right on. Well, man, I definitely appreciate the time. Uh, Before we let you go, do you want to say thanks to anybody? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is I just want to say thanks to everybody in 2019. You know, all my friends and supporters and sponsors, really, that came together and helped me get through that year, at least start the year, you know, when I had no money and nothing. Um, A lot of guys stepped up. And, you know, I want to say a big thanks to you. Shout out to Terry Reimer for last year for really putting a big line on and giving me a shot. You know, it wasn't too too easy to get that ride, and I think we did really well. So a big shout out to him. Um, and yeah, and I, obviously this year for George and Joe for really stepping up and coming on board, and you know all of AFT for putting together a great series and what we're going to do this year. So uh, I'm excited and just want to thank everybody. I appreciate it. We're still living. Sounds good, man. You're a fan favorite for sure. You're one of my favorites. I always rocking the 43 and 
And uh, I just wish you good luck here in 2020. And don't let Ryan Wells beat you in any more golf. Are you kidding me? Hey, I think just real quick for the record, you should ask about the last round. All right. Well, for the record, I think since, it, re- for since the record, recording, yeah, for the record, what was the score? I think Big Dog was I was minus seventeen under him. I think he had a bit of a floozy. He must have been getting sick or something. For the record, at this point, it is three wins to me, one win to Ryan. Okay. All right. Good deal. Check in. I mean, we're pro golfers now, so check in next week. We we'll probably play yeah. five rounds. I'll probably have to, to log into PGA.com and check the, the real official scores. But, uh, man, we appreciate the time, and uh, see you here no in a couple of weeks. 100%. Thank you, guys. I right appreciate on. it. Later. See ya. 43 is back, ladies and gentlemen. That's awesome, man. Uh, you know, Jeremiah Duffy had the 43. He's a good rider. I like me some Rispoli, and he'll be rocking the 43 in the production twins class. And that's pretty awesome, dude. You got to get you a sign, sign number play for sure. Oh, yeah, because I already got the X Games number plate with the 43 on it. And now I got to have a real plate. Got to love Raspoli, the personality. He's he, he's a fan favorite for sure. Look forward to seeing him in Daytona and seeing what he does on that 43 uh, Harley Davidson. That's a good combination. So who's last? Last but not least, Davis Fisher. Number 67. I think he's up in uh, the Pacific Northwest. He ran that one moto show uh, one, a couple weeks back. Uh, I think he was actually at the shop when we talked to Tor that day, uh, leading up to that to that interview. Um, but I haven't talked to him, I think, since he was broke down on the side of the road with his van. So just check in before the 2020 season and see what he's up to. You know what? That was when you were here and we recorded in your hotel room when that happened. Oh, wow. I totally remember that now. Yeah. All right. Let's give Fisher a call. Hey, Scotty, how's it going? Hey, Davis. Man, I haven't talked to you forever. How are you doing? I'm, I'm great, but how are you doing? I'm doing good. Get my bikes going, and this guy actually just got done sticking and putting on my new numbers for this year. New numbers? So you got a new style? Or Tell, tell me about them. I know they open up the rules a little bit so we can kind of do like MotoGP, but tell me what you're doing specifically. Yep, in Super Twins class, they allowed us to kind of change up our number play artwork and i decided to uh run still black and white but just had a whole bunch of different 67s within the number almost looked camouflage like okay so you still have the same font as you've been running or did you kind of go back to a, a bubba schobert kind of font i grew up racing with the bubba schobert font but um when they changed the rules i think it was 2016 where we had to stick to like a certain readable font um, got I had a 67 drawn up, and I just ran that ever since. I feel like it's more personable just having my own font. Right on. I like that. That's really cool. Yeah. So um, are we going to see that soon? You're going to wait until we get to Daytona to see your new 67. Yeah, you'll probably see it soon. I uh, just finished assembling both my Indians, so I'll probably put a picture up here soon of how they turned out. Right on. So we also had uh, Chad Coase on the phone, and he was talking about his van, and I understand you had van troubles at the end of the year last year too. My van had 336,000 miles on it. On the way to Minneapolis, the torque converter went out. Well, I ended up having a 20,000-mile warranty. Well, I was within that, so it was stuck at a GM dealership while GM was on strike. So I had to wait till they went off a strike. Well, then I ended up just buying a van to get back home to Oregon. Ryan Wells bought my old van and I got a new van. I built that one up 
before the first of the year. And then uh, Briggs gave me a Dodge Promaster to travel in this year, a little bit more room than the Chevy Express. I don't have to tow a trailer, so that was really nice of him. And I uh, built up the inside of that one to haul some bikes. That's cool. So Chad actually said he names his vans, and I know I used to name my vans too when I traveled across the country. Did you name your new van yet, or does it earn its name later on? I don't know. Um, Brandon, he he named his van. The first one was Betty 1.0, and then uh, the next one was Betty 2.0. Well, we got the same vans now, so maybe mine's Betty 3.0. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Newer and improved version, right? (laughs) Cool. So did did you race the one moto show a couple weeks ago? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, You guys spoke to Tor Drake. It's a really cool event. Um, He puts on every year. Um, it It was really cool being in the coliseum this year i didn't do the greatest in the the pro class but i probably had the most fun of everyone i uh i rode the pro class i rode the like national and i rode both uh mini framer classes so it was a busy long day but i had a lot of fun right on so everybody's told me that that's something i have to put on my bucket list is it definitely worth me coming up there to to check out oh yeah yeah you, you gotta make the trip up um it's pretty spectacular just seeing all the different artwork within the bikes, the paintings on the walls, and it's it's just a awesome event put on by a tour and the whole cool. CC crew. Right on. How close to there do you live? I mean, can we stay at your house? Yeah, come on out. I'll give you a place to stay. <laughs> I live uh, 30 minutes away from the Coliseum where it was Perfect. this year. Perfect. I'll sleep yeah. in the van. Carter can sleep on the couch and we'll make it work. So, uh, man, that's pretty cool, okay. man. I'm, su- I'm super excited about uh, 2020. And I think you should be, too, because uh, earlier it's been a little while since your press release came out. But you're riding with uh, BriggsAuto.com, which is Russ Briggs, uh, mechanic Johnny Goad. Yeah, I'm really excited for the new year, um, getting to work with them guys. And Johnny Goad is a legend, so I'm just excited to create a relationship with him and have some fun this year. Right on. Also got some help from a good friend, Martin Trucking, and and I know he's a big part of it, and uh, he he's bigger around the Midwest, like here in Oklahoma and, and Kansas and stuff like that, but uh, he's a nice guy to help you out too, right? Yep. I've talked to him a couple times on the phone, just really nice. Want to hear all the, the road stories and whatnot and how the races went, so I'll give him a call here once in a while. I wouldn't be able to do it without my sponsors, uh, Bob Lanfears, Beaver Motorcycles, and Dick Wall 60. Um, they Stuck behind me and went in the 2020 with Briggs Auto, and it's great to have them guys. Right on. So, have you worked with Johnny Goad yet? Have you have you guys, you know, got to to race together at all? Yeah. Um, at the last race, we kind of did like a like a test run to see how we worked together, and it seemed to went go pretty good. And then we went to Volusia and did the Dunlop tire test, and all day long we. We worked together, and I got faster, and hopefully I get faster with him this season. Yeah, he's got a lot of experience, um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to learning from him. Absolutely. So is your dad still going to be a part of the team? Is he going to travel with you and help you guys out too? Yeah. At first, uh, me and Johnny were talking, and he's like, hey, I would like your dad to be at each event because I don't want to be the one to give you mouth to mouth. <laughs> so is he expecting you to pass out or or, or what i mean is he you're you know, oh, well, I, I, I tend to I crash a lot to so. oh that's what it, that's what it, i was waiting i was wanting you to say that 
Yeah, he he's the one responsible for me. He wants me to have someone there just in case something does happen. Or... Right on. So the layout for the Daytona TT just came out. Uh, to me, it looks like there's quite a bit of pavement. Um, is that going to be good for you, or is that bad for you? And what do you think of the layout? Yeah, when I first seen it, I was kind of expecting, like, kind of like it was last year. I didn't really expect any more pavement, but fortunately, there's more pavement. Um, last year, I ended up on the pavement. Right, <laughs> so, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wish I wish it was a dirt track. not It's almost like Supermoto, but it is cool being inside the tri-oval and just getting experience being in the garages and whatnot. We're looking to just get through Daytona last year. Didn't it go the greatest? So, yeah. Cool. You posted on social media, you know, you had the layout and it started off with you on the ground on your head. What kind of response did you get from, from your social media post on Instagram? Yeah, I think it, I don't know. It was, there was a lot of no's that they didn't like the track layout. Okay. We'll just have to wait and see when we get there, I guess. So is there one particular yeah. track you're looking forward to in 2020 more than the rest? I'm kind of looking forward to going back to Charlotte. Pretty excited about that. Actually, Mike Hacker texted me the other day. He's like, you're my pick for Charlotte. <laughs> wow. The 67 yeah, pick in the 67. That's awesome. I heard. Yeah, so I heard I'm looking it, forward to Charlotte. Didn't Johnny Goad work with Hacker there for a little while, too? Yeah. Yeah, I, can't, I don't know what year it was, but he, he explained that it was uh, like the turning point in his career. Johnny really picked him up, and he had a lot of successful days. Well, that's really cool. That has, has to give that has to give you some confidence going into 2020, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, man. Well, we definitely appreciate the time. I know you're a busy man and been building vans and all that fun stuff out there in Oregon. But I uh, <laughs> can't wait to see you here in a couple of weeks. One more time. I know you hit some of your sponsors just a little while ago. Do you want to say thanks to anybody? Yeah, I'd like to thank uh, Briggs Auto, Bob Lanfears, Beef to Motorcycles, Martin Trucking, Dick Ball 60, Solori Bros, Roof Systems. T95 and all the sponsors that have got me to this point in my career. Um, I wouldn't be able to do it without them. I appreciate it. Right on, Davis, man. We, we certainly appreciate you stopping by and uh, wish you good luck in 2020. Thank you, Scotty. Davis Fisher, ladies and gentlemen. Dude, that was fun. I like Davis a lot, and it's cool. You know, another second generation rider. Uh, it's pretty cool that he's hooked up with Johnny Johnny Goad turning the wrenches and Russ Briggs, you know, just up the road here in Kansas, not too far from us, and Martin Trucking. So, uh, wish him well in 2020. He's one of he's one of your bets. Do you remember that? Are you shaving your head if he doesn't win? Or shaving your eyebrows? I don't want to get into We're that. To... I'm, I'm hoping that people forget about that altogether. We'll have to pull no, up the not... episode. Look, it's it is on my on my wall. I'll pull right up the episode. Here in my kitchen i'll pull up the episode and i'll figure out exactly what the deal is but i think it's, it's if he perfect. makes a podium or win gets his first win i shave either my eyebrows or my head so we'll get it we'll figure that out okay i'm glad you didn't so, bring it up in the interview with him because i forget which one it is honestly but well and that and that will put him on the spot you know we don't want to do that to davis but mm. you know so what i what i do like you know we kind of skipped over it when we talked about sammy's front number plate but davis talked about it too they changed the rules so you can get a little more creative with your numbers and and they do that in moto gp and the reason is t timing and scoring is done by a computer. Mm -hmm. You know, the numbers used to have to be plain, big enough, the right size and all that stuff because of the hand scoring. Well, we haven't had hand scoring for a long time. So the numbers are now, you can put that number, like I'm looking at the 69 picture of Sammy's, that gold 69, we know it's Sammy, yeah. you know, and 
some people's fonts going to be different. Yep. Uh, I th I think of you know MotoGP. I think of the '93. Always, you know, it's red. Yeah. I think of, I, you know, I think of the man over there. Yeah. Marquez. No, it's awesome, and it helps with a little it's extra. It's branding them. It's branding the, right. the, the riders. I would always think that X, X Games was awesome for that in that sense because everybody could bring their own numbers. Um, so look forward to seeing what everybody brings to Daytona in, in 2020. It'll be fun to look at for sure. Um, I know I'm going to be buying some number plates this year for sure. I can tell you that uh, just Absolutely. for that reason. I'm, I'm bet pro yeah, plates. I remember Tim is pretty stoked about the whole deal. <laughs> I'm sure he was. That's what I was getting ready to bring up. Uh, you know, Tim at pro plates did some Jeffrey Carver's one. They were tie dye. And that yeah. was so cool for Jeffrey Carver, you know? Absolutely. So cool. Yep. And uh, speaking of, speaking of uh, number plates, you got to bring that one down to Daytona. We'll have to pick in the next week. We'll have to pick a, a random winner. He's showing me, guys. Uh, and that's 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 gonna be from one of our T-shirt. Oh yeah, people that bought one of our off the groove T-shirts. Absolutely, man. Um, when do you head down here? Well, I'm not. I'm I'm in uh, Sioux City, Iowa this weekend for ice racing. Next okay. weekend, I'm in Moline, Illinois for ice racing. I think we're leaving on the following Wednesday because I've got to be down there for Friday night, Savannah, Georgia. I'm doing Savannah's All Star Race on Friday night the amateur race on saturday and then i'll make my way to volusia right after that race busy man busy man yes yes sir i love it well cool dude i will uh i'll definitely be in touch i think uh we're gonna have to put some in the can here in the next couple of weeks because you're gonna be busy as hell so uh right. i'll get on i'll get on the on the horn calling people up lining up stuff and getting us ready for that you have cool. a good weekend and uh it's a hell of an episode for sure you too keep it on four wheels i'm gonna keep it on two wheels hope all the ice racers do too but uh tell all your friends give us a like smash that like button and we appreciate all the listens all the follows all the suggestions we try to get back to each and every one of you thanks a lot y'all have a good week carter i'll see you next friday peace phone for the fastest way to get a hold of me shoot me a text if not i'll get back to you as soon as possible thanks the mailbox is full and cannot accept any <laughs> messages at this time goodbye that's exactly what tolbert says <laughs>